Happy Easter. Not the response I expected my first Easter out. I expected that to be loud and joyful and wonderful, but with only four of you here, you did great. But what a joyous day we celebrate today, the conquering of sin and death through the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is not a day about bunnies and chocolates, but about the best gift ever given to humanity, that of the salvific act of Jesus Christ. It's said last night in the great exaltet, or the Easter proclamation of the church, that, quote, the things of heaven are wed to the things of earth. What a beautiful image that is. We celebrate the bridge that exists between heaven and earth, that a chasm no longer stands present between the two. And not only is heaven and earth connected, they are wed in an intimate union, so that the things of heaven and those of earth are indistinguishable, like two people bonded in the covenant of marriage. What a glorious feast to partake of. This is the highest holy day of the church, the penultimate feast, the day above all days. We, we like this day so much that we actually extend it over the next eight days. The way the church counts, from now until next Sunday, it's actually one big day of Easter. That's how much celebration needs to happen in life and in our hearts. That it simply cannot be contained in one day, but extends for eight. It says in the first reading, quote, God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power, for God was with him. Is God with us any less? Have we not also been baptized? Have we not also been anointed with chrism and the Holy Spirit? Will God not also raise us up in glory if, as St. Paul says, we suffer a little here on earth? Will we also not receive forgiveness of sins through the name of Jesus? What Peter says in the Acts of the Apostles today in the first reading is no less true for us than it was for anyone he spoke it to originally. St. Paul continues the thoughts of St. Peter in the second reading. He tells us that our life is hidden with Christ. But what does that mean? Like an Easter egg, which hides the prize on the inside, the prize of life in Christ is hidden. The prize is not earthly riches. It's not vainglory. It's not worldly success or fame. But rather, the hidden prize in Christ is an inner conversion of a heart that transforms us more and more like him. We think of what is above, not about what is on earth. We think of the promised glory that awaits us in heaven forever, provided we participate in the salvation offered to us here on earth. Now, I don't want to question the genius of the church, but I am slightly confused as to why the gospel ends where it does today. It ends in confusion with no resolution. It ends with Peter, John, and Mary Magdalene not sure what has happened to the body of Jesus, only that it is no longer in the tomb and that the stone has been rolled away. The last line says, they did not yet understand that scripture 
that he had to rise from the dead. Immediately after this, Mary Magdalene meets Jesus and mistakes him for the gardener, but that is in the following few verses. Today, we are left with a cliffhanger. Because what does the empty tomb mean? For the disciples, it meant that the possibility of resurrection existed. And for us, it means the same thing. The possibility of resurrection for us exists. Christ welcomes us home when our earthly life has ended. A promise that was not given to Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob. It was not given to Elijah or Elisha. It was not given to Ruth, Judith, or Sarah. But it is given to us, and so we rejoice and commemorate it. And yet we know that our journey does not end here. We still have much work to do. For those of us who are fully initiated into the church, rejoice and give prayers of thanksgiving during this Easter season. But also, pray for our brothers and sisters who around the world are being asked by the Lord to wait longer until they may receive their sacraments. And may the Lord continue to well up in your hearts such a desire for the sacraments that when you finally are able to receive them again, you experience such a flood of grace that you have never experienced before, and it is in fact overwhelming in your heart. We thank the Lord this day for allowing us to participate in his resurrection, and we ask that he continue to pour out his mercy upon us, that we may continue to seek the Lord in our confusion, and also, like the disciples, we may find him in the most unexpected times and the most unexpected ways. Happy Easter.